Hey guys, welcome to the One Delightful Podcast. Where we believe life should be simple. But awesome. I'm Katie. And I'm Philip. And we invite you to join us on a journey as we try to start a new business and grow our family. While trying to clear through the clutter of life to create space for what really matters. And trust us, if we can do it, anyone can do it. On today's show... Does anybody feel like they have a hard time saying yes to too many things? Oh, Katie, I see that your hand is raised. Today, we're going to talk about a three-step filter to help you figure out what to say yes and no to. And we'll end, as always, with what do you recommend? Today's episode is sponsored by One Delightful Shop. And this November and December, for every pair of earrings purchased in our shop, we're giving one to a woman in need in our area. Oh, that's incredible. So we are supporting a group called Loved by Route One, where these women in the community that are essentially sex trafficked, is that the right term? I don't know. Yeah, that's the right term. Um are going to be receiving these wonderful care packages and they're going to be getting a pair of earrings from One Delightful Shop. So you can know that every purchase you make, you are also supporting a woman in our area. And there's also fun, some fun hand-lettered tees, earrings, easy gifts. Make holiday shopping easy and just buy everyone four pairs of earrings. Even the dudes. Even the dudes. On today's show, we're going to talk about saying yes and no to stuff. Sounds simple, right? It sounds so simple. But, spoiler alert, it's actually not. Yeah. Did you know that people have a habit sometimes of saying yes to too many things and saying yes to stuff that they don't want to actually do? I did know that. Probably because I'm one of those people. Oh, I see. Yeah. And I feel like especially around the holidays, we're so we're recording this in November 2018. Hello, our friends in the future. And especially around the holidays, there's so many obligatory things that you could say yes to. And a lot of times the holiday schedule gets filled up because you say yes to stuff that you feel guilty or just say yes to obligation out of obligation that you should have said no to. Right. When you could have been at home. Roasting chestnuts over an open fire. (laughs) Okay. And I feel like with a yes and no, there's this feeling that comes of when you say yes to something that you knew in your gut, I don't want to do this. Why am I doing this? And then like you dread having to do it. And then you go to actually do the thing and you're like... And you're like, ugh. Oh, There was so much energy expended between the saying yes... And getting to the point of doing it. Next thing you know, it's Thursday night at 10 p.m. and I'm shoveling mulch. I don't understand that. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of a situation where I'd find myself saying, why did I say yes yeah, to this? right. Actually, you know what? Take the 10 p.m. part away and I think I'd actually sort of enjoy that. Okay. <laughs> so there's that feeling and I think a lot of us struggle with it. Yeah, so maybe... So what we're going to do today, we're going to talk a little bit about why do we say yes to this kind of stuff. And then we're going to talk about a three-step process that we've thought of that's been helpful for us about how to decide what we should say yes to and what we should say no to. But why do we say yes to stuff that at the end of the day, we wish that we didn't? Well, I think that there's a lot of factors. I think that upbringing is like a huge thing and personality. 
so all of these things are kind of tempered with who you are, you know, like, right. Some people have an easier time saying no to stuff. Some right. people feel more obligation than others to say yes to stuff. Yes, exactly. And I we're think not you're all right. starting from the same, like. It is both nurture and nature that are involved. Not to get all scientific Yeah, that's on pretty you. deep. But I think most people, there's definitely, there's the element of fear can be a motivator for saying yes. Absolutely. So if I say no, what will people think of me? Will they judge me? Will they think less of me as a person? That's one. Yep, absolutely. I think that maybe a reason to, and I think you would probably fall more into that category. And that's, I would say, tied into the fact that I'm a, believe I'm a six on the Enneagram, right? Where and- I fear is a major motivator for a six on a on the Enneagram and anxiety and then the perception of what I'm afraid people will think of me. Where I think for me as a five on the Enneagram, I think a reason that I say yes is less about pleasing people, although there's definitely an element of that to me too, even though it wouldn't necessarily seem like it on the outside if you got to know me. I think that for me, a bigger reason that I would feel an obligation to say yes is because saying yes makes you feel valuable and needed. Mm-hmm. You know, you so, feel that? Yeah, that I think saying? so. Because I think that I want to feel a sense of, oh, people like need me to do this. Right. So I want to say yes, and that helps me feel valuable and needed. Like a strong man. Typically, the stuff is more <laughs> like... Uh, playing guitar <laughs> so oh right that's strength true. isn't necessarily well i guess there has talent, to be a, a certain talent. sense of manual dexterity to press <laughs> the strings down no um okay and there's also fomo yeah that ties into me also more than you i think and i think that ties in more to our culture today than a decade ago well right because of social media all yeah. that yeah because there's there's definitely if I stay home, if I say no to going out with friends, will I be bummed when I hear about it? You know, right? And or see, see pictures of it. Yeah, so, I don't struggle with that as much anymore. You don't? Well, I I definitely do, but I I love being home. Mm, being home is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Let's just pause for a second and think about being home. <laughs> All right, so that's why we say yes to stuff that maybe we shouldn't. Um, but how do you figure out what you, you should say yes to and what you should say no to? That's what we're going to talk about next. So when you're presented with an opportunity or potential obligation that you need to decide whether to say yes to or no to, how do you decide? And I feel like these little decisions are presented to us every day. They could be something small, like, do I say yes to this coffee date that's sort of inconvenient with my schedule, but I want to see this person? Or something big, like, do I check out this new job? Or do I start a new degree? All that kind of stuff, too. It can be big life decisions or little ones that start to eat at our schedule and change the trajectory of our lives. Yeah. So how do you decide? 
we, as we talked about it, came up with sort of a three-step filter that when you're presented with an opportunity or obligation, you can sort of use these three steps or three questions to decide whether to say yes to it or no to it. And the first question sort of goes along with what you were just saying, Katie, is does it align with my values? Yeah, because it's like that quote, what is it, Philip, the one that I really like? Tell me, what are you going to do with your wild and precious life? Or, no, 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 not I that see, I was thinking Gettysburg Address. Okay. Um, no, the one that's like, um, it's Annie Dillard, but it's like, how we spend our days is how we spend our lives. Or the quote, forever is composed of nows. <sighs> Deep. That really, I. what we should do, we should do an episode... That's nothing but quotes. And we don't comment on them. We just one after another say deep quotes. Some of them should be Jack Handy quotes. (laughs) So you sort of filter in the funny ones with the serious ones. And then the listeners have to decide which ones to take seriously. That'd be fun. (laughs) Okay. So, but yes, I think that it can be a stress point because we do, you know that those little decisions you are making could form habits or, you know, affect the day-to-day or could become bigger parts of our lives. Yeah, I think what happens, and I mean, maybe especially around the holidays too, is it gets to be the second week of December and you're out every night, you've said yes to a ton of stuff, you're busy, you're stressed, and you're doing a bunch of stuff that while you're doing it, you're like, why did I say yes to this? This stinks. And you end up becoming or doing the kind of stuff you don't want to do or be about. And the reason why isn't because you decided, you know what, I'm going to choose to say yes to a ton of stuff. I'm not going to like any of it, but, eh, you know, that's just what I want to do this season. No, it's more like like death by a thousand cuts, right? Where you're presented over time with a lot of really small decisions that saying yes to fills up your schedule. And then you end up being in this place that you never wanted to be. How do you, when you're presented with the opportunities, not just say yes to all that stuff? A lot of it probably comes down to knowing this is what I want to be about. And I'm only, I'm going to put opportunities I'm presented with through that filter to decide if I'm going to say yes to it or not. Right. Because earlier this year, remember how I was asked to be a room parent at the school. And there was a piece of me that was really honored because I'm a six on the Enneagram. Anyways, we'll talk more about that in the future or do a deep dive on your own. But I appreciated that someone thought of me and I had this feeling like I want to prioritize our son and his education and being a part of his life, right? Mm -hmm. And being involved in his school. But there was also this piece of me that was like, I don't know, right? So then that's why it had to keep going through the filters that we're going to talk about. Yeah, that's right. Because, yes, that one did fit. I, you know, want to be involved in our son's life, right? Right. And I think being connected to his school and teacher, et cetera, is a good way of doing that. And this is going to be different for everyone, right? Right. Because everybody's different in terms of introvert, extrovert. We probably have the capacity to do less because we're naturally more introverted. So we don't want full schedules. Some people like that and that's great. Right. Um, It's going to be different like with seasons of life, kids, no kids, married, single, where you're at with your career. Um, But knowing 
what your values are helps you know what you should say yes to and what you should say no to. And sometimes it'll make you say yes to stuff that in the moment you don't want to say yes to, but you know that saying yes to it is going to help you be the kind of person you want to be. Right. And so I think to figure out those values, you might want to go back to that episode. And But another thing I've heard too is just having a curious spirit about yourself and like what Philip thinks that's so funny. He can't handle anything deep. <laughs> no, you should. You should you should have a curious spirit about yourself. Oh, shut up. Um tell me more. <laughs> why is that so funny to you? I don't know. It just it made me think of a like a little like um like an elvish creature playing a fife or something, just sort of dancing around, curious about himself or, or <laughs> herself. <laughs> I wonder if we're gonna include this or not. Oh, uh, this is staying in, yeah. Okay. Um I'm trying to find what exactly I meant by that because I was at a meeting last night where they were talking about this. But well, that meeting's having, a like, great self, example. Self awareness, right? Like of knowing what do I need? Like what do I need? Because for me, one of my takeaways, and maybe this is um, something that we are going to get to farther down in our questions, but I have learned about myself that I really don't like being out late at night, right? Right. And I can't say that that has to do with values, but this is kind of one of my filters of, I if I'm out like, say to like 11 p.m. Now, every once in a while, that's like, okay. But, you know, once a month, is maybe too much for me. <laughs> once every six months. <laughs> yeah, once every six months. But especially if the kids have a normal school day tomorrow, you know, like all that stuff. And then I'm going to come back here at 11. It's going to throw off my... I have trouble sleeping. I have trouble falling asleep. And so I know for me, that's too much. So what I mean by the curious spirit, which you can't handle, is just the like kind of... When you, when I'm sorry, that little elf just uh, playing a fife. When I come home and I'm irritated with myself for staying out too late because I felt obligated to go to a meeting and I felt obligated to stay to the very end, I kind of have started to take note. Okay, Katie, you're bitter because you stayed out too late and you know you need more sleep than this and you know that it's not going to be easy to fall asleep. So I, that's like one of the lines I would say that I have is I don't, I don't like to be out late. And yeah, so, no, I, I think I see what you're saying. And I agree with that. And I think there's a flip side to it too, where your example leads to, I should probably say no to this because I know it's going to make me be out late. I've been out late another day in the past six months. And so I've reached my limit. (laughs) Right. But I think on the flip side too, there's some stuff that you naturally want to say no to, but you should say yes to because it's going to help you be the kind of person you want to be. So there's a lot of like obligatory stuff, like, um, a volunteer opportunity or something like that, where it's like, I'm just going to say yes out of obligation. I really don't want to do this. I just want people to like me. But there's other stuff that you say yes to where you're like, "Ah, I'd rather just sit at home and watch TV, but 
I need to know myself well enough to know that I need to say yes to this because it's going to help me be the person I want to be. For us, I think an example of that is doing Capernaum together as a family. Right. So as a whole family, we volunteer to help work with um, people with special needs to run like Christian events for them. Um, And I feel like whenever we're about to go to an event, it's always stressful to get the kids out of the house. We're always tired because you're just inherently tired as a parent. You never really like want to do it. And you would always rather just be sitting on the couch watching TV. But whenever we do it at the end of the event, we always think, oh, I am so glad I did this. This was so meaningful. And I feel like alive or more of like the me that I want to be as a result of saying yes to that. Even though I, you know, beforehand, I'm always like, "Ah, I'd rather just sit at home and watch TV. Right. Because I think that ties into the thing I said, too, where it's like taking notes on on like how you feel at the end of the meeting. You know, like, are you glad that you did that, even though you kind of didn't want to do it in the first place? But are there things that you have said yes to out of obligation and then you sit through the meeting and you're like, why the, am I here? Right. Um, and you're, you're, you're bitter. you got to remember that right. feeling. So that's a really good way to think about it maybe is some of the stuff that you value, you think about it, think fast forward to the end of whatever that opportunity or obligation is that you're getting invited into. And how do you feel at the end of it? Are you tired and bitter and wishing that you didn't do it? it's probably something that doesn't align with your values and maybe you should have enough foresight to push through the fear or sense of obligation or FOMO to say no to it. Um, But fast forward to the end of it. Is it something like Capernaum or the foster parent meeting that you went to where, man, it's hard to get out of the house, but at the end of the day, I'm so glad that I did that. It helped me to become more the person that I want to be. Well, that's the kind of stuff you probably want to say yes to. Yeah. And I think having like more clear parameters on this first question, like of your values and trying to live into the person that you know you want to be helps give you clarity on which things to say yes and no to with that. Because like, so, you know, we're all presented with these small decisions all the time, but I had one of my college friends that lives like an hour away, but I never see her emailed me last week. And I knew I would jump at the chance to get together with her. Cause I'm like, I haven't seen her in forever. She's a good friend and it's a priority to me to prioritize a friendship like that. Yeah. Even though it does, it, it might be a late night. It is kind of hard to get... Reasons to say no are like, it's hard to get into the city because we're north of Boston. You know, it might mean a late night, but there are times when that might fall into... Well, and I feel like that leads into the second question right. to ask. So the first thing, how do I say... Should I say yes or should I say no? One, does it align with my values, the person that I want to be? But two, I think the second question you want to ask is, do I have space in my or my family's schedule to say yes or no to that too? Because so seeing your friend this week, right? you know, in terms of the value thing, you have been out late another night in the past six months. So it's hard to say yes to it, right? Yeah. But we look at our schedule and realize, oh, you know what? 
my work stuff has gone from being very night intensive to not as night intensive. So we've actually had a bunch of nights in in the last few weeks. So there, it aligns with your values because you want to like value this friendship. Right. But we also have space in our schedule for it. So that allows you to say yes, even though it's going to mean probably being tired on Friday, but you sort of have the space to be tired on Friday. Yes. Yeah. And I think too, that as you learn and we learn to kind of filter through these things through these questions, I feel like it becomes easier to navigate it in the future. Do you know what I mean? Because I think that we've this is something that we just kind of put words to as we were thinking through this, but I think this is something we actually do do pretty regularly. And it has to do again with like knowing ourselves and like, oh, I feel tired when I say yes to this type of meeting or whatever. But I feel like I knew that I wanted to say no to book club on Sunday night this past week because I knew I have these other two things on the schedule, but I was able to assess that about myself because I knew that much about myself and I kind of had had a habit of running it through these filters. Does that make sense? Yeah. So knowing who you are, what you value and what your schedule looks like and what you have the capacity for, you knew that in order to say yes to this particular thing was probably going to need to necessitate saying no to something else. Right. And that's just like a hard reality that's very difficult for us to navigate. So we want to say yes to stuff. Right. But sometimes saying yes to something based off your schedule right. is going to mean having to say no to something else. Right. Yeah. And I feel like some of this stuff, Philip, I feel like we're, we keep, we're not beating a dead horse, but there is some things that keep coming up again as we're trying to simplify and think through how to be the kind of people we want to be where it's like we keep coming back to priorities scheduling right oh yeah because that had to do with that decision had to do with scheduling and i feel like when we talk about what we're going to talk about on the podcast it's great for us because it's accountability to make us do the stuff (laughs) you know that we're constantly talking about doing right and we hope maybe that's what it is for you too because I don't think it's like a one and done kind of thing. I think it's something you probably do need to be constantly reminded of, you know, in order to get it right. Because so much of everything about like our schedule, our culture is pulling against that, you know, margin space, living by your priorities or your values. I Um, feel like we're making concentric circles though with this filter. You mean like a, um, so one circle. What are those little paths that you walk? Oh, a labyrinth? <laughs> you mean like a labyrinth? Like a corn maze. Oh, yeah, like a corn maze. No, I mean like, so we've got one circle that's, does it align with my values? And then you've I got see. an overlapping circle. Do I have space in my schedule slash my family schedule? Right. And now what's the third ring to the filter? I like what you said with the concentric circle. So the first thing to say is does this thing that I'm being presented with align with my values? You know, if yes, continue. You know, if no, maybe you should think about saying no to it. Second circle, do I have space in my schedule or my family's schedule if I say yes to this? Um, But I think the third question um, is important too, and it's this. Do I need 
self-care or do I need to sacrifice when presented with this decision? But here's the interesting thing. I think that this is normally the first question that we ask, Hmm. but by asking the other two questions first, it allows this question to be put more into perspective. Yeah, I feel like, and this is this is just like the guilt question too, right? Right. Because this is the less hard, black and white, you know, answer, right? Right. Like it's the one where you have to kind of know yourself and your family, you know. This is the homeroom parent question. Yeah, but I normally, feel like a lot of things go to this too. So go on. But this is—it's like a good example of it, right? Because I, right. I don't know if any. There are probably some people, and if you're a homeroom parent and you just can't wait to sign up and say yes for that every year, God bless you, and please continue to say right. yes to it. <laughs> but I feel like for most people, it's like uh, that's not the thing that I'm super excited about saying yes to, but because we're afraid of what other people think because of the FOMO thing, because of guilt about like feeling like we should do more stuff with our kids. You end up saying yes to that before putting it through. Does it align with my values? Does it fit with my schedule? But sometimes the answer might be, this isn't my favorite thing in the world, but I should make a sacrifice and say yes to it. But what we're saying is you should ask those other two questions before you get to that point. Because if it's going to add another obligation that's going to tip the scales of this season just being overwhelming for you, you shouldn't, out of guilt, to make a sacrifice, say yes to that too. But if you've done a good job trying to say yes to stuff that aligns with your values so that your schedule is a little more freed up, and you realize this isn't my favorite thing, mm-hmm. but it's worth taking a hit for the team to serve my community and be around my kids, then maybe, yeah, you you go ahead and do it. Yeah, and I, that, gosh, so many things fill up. So before I forget, I'm going to talk about this. It's like if we say yes to it, I feel like, and we, we feel like we filtered it through these things and it's the right yes I feel like if we try to choose to not dread it, especially if it's something we're not looking forward to, but we feel like we need to say yes to, that saves a lot of emotional energy. But here's the deal. When you you end up dreading the stuff that you say yes to because of fear, guilt, you know, yeah, obligation. Yeah. Right. But if you do it this way, you know, this fits with what I value because I value my kids, you know, in this example. I have space in my schedule for it. And so I'm saying yes to it. You have like reasons to not just have a terrible attitude about it, right? Because you have good reasons that you said yes to it. I know. But like, for example, I knew I wanted to go to that foster care meeting. It's just a group of women that get together in our area um, that are fostering or adopting. I knew I wanted to go to that principally but did I want to leave the house last night in the rain? No. No, you and wanted to watch election night coverage with me. I know. It's thrilling. But I don't really like it. Also, you had asked at some point during the day, was I looking forward to it? No, I wasn't, Philip. <laughs> I mean, like maybe like in theory, but I also just like I'd rather have be at home. It's like gross outside and it's dark at 4:30. 
So I didn't want to go out, but I feel like I chose not to focus on dreading going out in the rain. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because I think sometimes it still can be like you, uh, uh, this is maybe more for like introverted people. It's like you're just dreading leaving the house or you're dreading going live on Facebook. Right. But the dread takes so much emotional energy when half the time when it's done, you're like, I'm glad it's, you know, I'm glad I did that. So if you can choose to try to set aside the dread. But I also think, so talking about this idea of the um, self-care and or sacrifice, I think too, it can be easy to make know the villain, which isn't always the case, you know, because I think a lot of times there's a focus, I feel like, or trend in our society now to be like you can say no it's okay to say no but it's also okay to say yes too right right you just need to know that you can and you should say yes right i think that's the big thing we're saying is think about the reasons why you should say yes or no to stuff don't just say yes because you feel obligated but don't just say no Because you'd like to sit on the couch and watch TV. Right. Well, because see, that would be my default, right? We both know that that's... Or maybe read even. That'd be crazy. Read at the end of the day. Let's not get nuts about this. Um, But... We're trying to present real life examples here. I know. But that's not ultimately who I want to be, right? So I don't want to be a person that just sits on the couch at the end of the day. Nothing wrong with the couch. A lighter example would be Red Sox with Judo. Okay. Right? You know, where I'm pretty introverted, and at the end of a week on Saturday, I really just want to be home and not do a whole lot of stuff. But we had Judo's excited about baseball. He loves the Red Sox. And we had an opportunity to go watch a Red Sox game on a Saturday. Um, self-care, you know, for me would look like just staying home. And that's what I wanted to pick. But I knew that it was going to be worth the sacrifice to take Judah, you know, into the city to a Red Sox game, even though all he wanted was a foot long hot dog and to stay there for five (laughs) minutes and then leave. But I knew that I value time with him, that it's, he's only going to be small for so long. And honestly, probably had room in my schedule to do it even though it was a little bit tight and so knew I needed to choose sort of sacrifice over self-care in terms of that situation so we've done a deep dive in this babe but you know what I am going to make that concentric circle thing in case all of all of what we've said has been gobbledygook (laughs) and hopefully people can still take something away from it. Yeah. So we hope this has been helpful. So how do you decide what to say yes or no to, especially people can still take something away. That Uh was Alexa. They're listening to everything we (laughs) say. Oh, geez, Louise. (laughs) Three steps. One, does it align with my values? Two, do I have space in my schedule? And three, Uh, do I need to say yes or no based off needing to take care of myself or do I need to say yes or no and make a sacrifice um, for other reasons because it aligns with my values? Yes, and this all will tie back into you need to know yourself and take notes on how you're feeling uh, as life happens. Be curious. Think about that little elf playing a fife.
today's show with What Do You Recommend, where we make a recommendation of something we like in the world. Katie, what do you recommend this week? So I'm going to go with this wallpaper that I just tried for the first time. And I say by I tried, as in I bought it, decided where it would go, and then I had my husband hang it up for me. Mm, yes, that is what happened. <laughs> but you're a lot better with details than I am, so I'm just going to need you to do stuff like that for me. My other recommendation is to marry... It's sort of hard for me to say no when you ask on a public forum okay. like that. Well, you already did it, but I also feel like with this recommendation is a recommendation to marry someone that will do things that they don't want to do because they love you. Mm, that was touching. So back to my wallpaper recommendation. The neat thing that's about this paper is it's removable. So we're not talking old school. You moved into grandma's old house and you know, you can't get the wallpaper off. Right. So it can be removed easily and it's really cute and it's just a fun way to add a little accent wall. All right, there you go. Oh, and if you want to see the wallpaper I chose, it's on our Instagram and we'll put a link to it. Philip, what do you recommend? My recommendation this week is for parents or, you know, honestly, it could be a guilty pleasure for just not parent people too. Mm -hmm. um, so we have had such a hard time trying to figure out how to limit screen time for our kids uh, especially for our son when he went through video game phase where he wanted to do video games literally all the time. But there has been something we have let him watch on a screen that has helped him to not do as much screen stuff. This sounds so ridiculous, but there is this YouTube video um, celebrities. I don't know what you would call them. They're YouTube famous. These people are YouTube famous and they're called Dude Perfect. <laughs> Maybe everybody knows about this and I just learned about it in the last few months. But it's this group of 20-something guys in Texas that I'm sure are making a lot of money doing product placement as they do like sports trick shots on videos. So our son is obsessed with them. They seem like they're good dudes. We think they're Christians. Um, but they just in these eight minute videos do these ridiculous trick shots that if I'm being honest, I also find very entertaining too. But the side benefit is that our son wants to do sports stuff all the time and doesn't care as much about doing screen stuff, which has been a huge win. Right. Cause last year it was like basically like the only thing he wanted for Christmas was Nintendo, some sort of screen device. But this year, he actually wants like a basketball. Yeah, he's asking for like a basketball or Nerf guns. God or bless you, stuff. dude. Perfect. Yeah. Although with football, we're trying to encourage him to just be a kicker. Yeah, except we get annoyed when he kicks the ball all the time because he's not very accurate. It's a lot harder to catch a kick than a throw. <laughs> and from it a tends to go like array and like, you know. Array? Array? Array. Oh, maybe you're right. Array is like a ray of golden sun. <sighs> That's going to do it for this week's episode of One Delightful Podcast. And we would love if you wanted to give us a review. It would mean so much just if even while you're listening on iTunes, you can just listen and then go and scroll over there, hit five stars. Tell us what you love about us. If you're interested in learning more about anything we talked about on the show today, you can find it in the show notes. 
Yes, and if you want to support us in a small way, we have a link to our Amazon. So if you're shopping at Amazon, it gives us a small affiliate, not fee. I don't know what you commission. Commission, but as no, no charge to you, and we're highlighting our favorite items purchased. What's the best item from this week? Okay, so this week somebody bought a wax canvas all-purpose utility bag. I was wondering where I could get a wax canvas all-purpose utility bag. Babe, I didn't even read the whole item name because it's so long, but thank you, whoever you are, and I really hope you enjoy your all-purpose dop kit utility bag with interior leather edge lining handmade. It's got a leather edge? And it's handmade. 